Walt Disney World Memories Podcast, memory number 75, Walt Disney, One Man's Dream. Today's memory is made possible by the recurring supporters. These are listeners like you that are helping to ensure that we can continue to produce high quality family entertainment as we've been doing since 2006. As a thank you for their generosity, these supporters receive gifts from me like ad-free and early access to episodes. If you would like to find out how to join the recurring supporters for as little as $1 a month, visit our website at www-memories.net slash support. You can now become a supporter directly through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Patreon, as well as many other ways. I hope you can agree that the work we have put into the show is worth it and would consider a small support donation. Again, to find out how you can help, go to www-memories.net slash support. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Memory 75 of the WDW Memories Podcast. My name is Lou, and I'll once again be your host as we take this journey to another Walt Disney World memory. I still can't believe how much I got to experience over my last trip, and I hope everybody enjoyed those trip report shows and the special audio that I included in them. But today, we're going to return to normal. We're going to get back to our traditional listener request format and feature audio that you wanted to hear. So let's get to it, shall we? Today we'll spend some time in Walt Disney One Man Stream in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Today's request is from a longtime listener, Brendan. In his email from November of 2011, he wrote, I wanted to know if you had a recording of One Man's Dream in Hollywood Studios. 
I love it because it's an inspiring story of Walt Disney and his struggles in his life. As always, I tossed the request out onto the social media sites and got the following responses. On Facebook, Dennis wrote, I was born a year after Walt Disney passed away, but still feel like I grew up with him being here. I remember the first time I went through One Man's Dream. It was cool looking at Walt's office, then a section where it talks about his death so sad. I stood there getting choked up, reading about the man who had died before I was alive, but yet it felt as though I was reading about a dear friend. Someone that I never met or spoke to, but brought such happiness and joy and great memories to me throughout my life. Then to see the models of things to come, his legacy of making magic and memories still going strong. Thanks, Mr. Disney, for everything. And on Google+, Plus, the Disney Professional Internship site wrote, I have two memories. One, I remember when it opened and you went to the black and white side on to the color side. That was really cool. Two, when I worked in the studios, I would take my trainees through to give them a good overview of the company history, impact, and size. Most of them had no idea how large Disney truly is. Thank you guys for your responses. I too think it's a really amazing attraction. Up until this recent trip, I didn't have much audio of it to speak of. So put the request aside until I was able to visit the attraction for a bit longer and actually get to see the movie. But as you might remember from my trip report in Memory 72, June 2012 Trip Report Part 1 and Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, I was able to visit the attraction. We're going to begin this memory on a warm Sunday sun afternoon in June 2012. It's the last day of Star Wars weekends and I had only been in the parks for a few hours now. I just finished lunch and had a close encounter with a small droid and am now making my way to Mickey Avenue. This is where we'll join the memory. As I'm walking in, I'll check the time with the, to see the next movie and the cast member at the door doesn't really have that info available, so I can go ahead on in and do wander around a little bit. Shortly after I get in though, you'll hear the announcement for the next movie to begin in 10 minutes. So I decide to wander around to see the displays, take some pictures, and maybe tweet a little bit. Then they call the next movie, and I head back to get my seat in a relatively empty theater. Some things I remember. In addition to the regular displays of Walt's office, the multiplane camera, and Walt's announcement of the Orlando project, there's a display there of the new fantasy land that looks amazing. I couldn't even tell you all of the details that I saw. Then there was also the model of the new Little Mermaid attraction. I can't wait to see these two become a reality here at Walt Disney World. And the other thing I remember is the movie. Uh, now, it's not as good as that sounds. While it's a great movie and a wonderful documentary with audio of Walt himself interspersed with pictures and movies of the man through the years, I was saddened by the state of the theater. Particularly, you can hear what sounds like a blown speaker. I really hope they fix that since they're trying to pay tribute to the man who started all of this. Okay, so our memory's in, a, in binaural, so I suggest putting those headphones on now. Now sit back, relax, close your eyes. And come with me as we learn a little bit about the founder of it all. What time's the next show? It's all continuous, okay. so one lets out and another goes out. All right.
broken down in this manner, it is possible to control the relative speed with which each individual part of it moves to or away from the camera. And here now is our same moonlight scene, the way the multiplane camera sees Thank you. 
speaking for myself and the entire Disney organization, we're ready to go right now. Up to his death in December of 1966, Walt Disney was very deeply involved in the planning and designing of Walt Disney World. His death left those of us in in the scene were separated according to their varying distances from the viewer. With our original picture broken down in this manner, it is possible to control the relative speed with which each Come on, 
those are reserved for wheelchairs and their families only. Thank you. Welcome to the Motion Picture Celebration of Walt Disney. As a courtesy to other guests around you, please refrain from smoking, eating, or drinking in the theater. No flash photography and no videos. Also, if you have a cell phone, please take a moment to silence that now. And now the Walt Disney Corporation is proud to present One Man's Dream. They say that Hollywood is a town built on dreams, and one of its greatest dreamers was Walt Disney. Walt believed that any hype could be scaled if you knew the secret of making dreams come true. Well, he certainly knew that secret. He touched the hearts of millions of people around the world. The story of Walt's life is truly an amazing one, and no one can tell it better than Walt himself. My dad worked as a carpenter in the World's Fair buildings. He eventually ended up in Chicago as a contractor. And he was doing that when I was born. December 1901. But my dad made some money as a contractor. And he wanted to get back to the farm. They finally ended up buying the farm in Marceline, Missouri. It was a beautiful farm. But it was not the kind of farm to make a living on. Things got pretty tough on the farm. My dad had that sickness. So my dad sold the farm, took the money, and went to Kansas City. And my dad bought this uh, Kansas City Star route. And they gave me a route. I was about nine or ten when I started that. Winter, we'd go out at 3.30 in the morning right after a blizzard, or in a blizzard, or in pouring rain. It didn't matter. I did that for six years. It was tough. It seems that everywhere Walt's father turned, he found failure. And the constant struggle took its toll on the family. One by one, the children began to leave home. Then came the day Walt woke up to find his best friend, his brother Roy, had gone as well. My brother had joined the uh, Navy, so I wanted to join him. Well, I was still a year too young, I was 16. Finally, this kid came in to me very excited. He said, there's something, something just for me here that you and I can get in. I said, what is it? He said, an ambulance shooter. I was in Paris, 3rd of September, and Pershing pulled up. 
Paris, which had been this exciting thing, all these soldiers and things, suddenly there wasn't a soldier to be seen. And I suddenly became very lonesome. So then I went in put a request in to be discharged. Well, I hit Chicago. That's where my parents were living. And I said, Dad, I want to be an artist. And my dad, he, he just couldn't buy that. So I pulled stakes and moved to Kansas City. Roy was in Kansas City working in a bank. One of the fellows uh, working with Roy said, say, I have a couple of friends that have an art shop. And I went up with these samples, and there were all these corny things I'd done in France. Well, my gosh, they hired me. I mean, right on the spot. So I took the camera home, and then I started experimenting.
Every one of us are a new type of subject to give us something to reach out of and accomplish something different. Then we started distributing both Mickey Mouse and some symptoms. It was nip and tuck, get in the mouth. Walt began to push himself and his artists. He worked day and night. And when he wasn't working, he was worrying about the future. Then the inevitable happened. In 1931, he suffered what he called a heck of a breakdown. So he took Lillian on the first vacation they had ever had. Time he got back, he was a new man and ready to get back to work. I saw the handwriting on the wall there. If it's a short subject, it's just a filler on any program. Now if I could crash the feature field, then I could do things. I had done a little story research on different fairy tales I might do, and Snow White was one of them. I thought it was a perfect story. I had the heavy... It's a magic wishing apple. Now, make a wish. I had the prince, then the girl, the romance. I had the sympathetic wards and things. We started Snow White sometime late 35, and we were around two years in the making. We had the... The family fortune, we had everything wrapped up in Snow White. In fact, the, the banker, I think, was losing more sleep than I was. We had a big premiere, the Carthay Circle Theater, big, grand Hollywood premiere. All of Hollywood brass turned out for a cartoon. The Daddy of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is going to be presented this beautiful statue. Thank you. 
concentration on live action and cartoon films, we decided to try something that would employ about every trick we had learned in the making of films. We would combine cartoon, live action, and an enormous fantasy, Mary Poppins. As the original Mary Poppins budget of $5 million continued to grow, I never saw a sad face around the studio. Even my brother Roy was happy. This made me nervous. And the horrible thought struck me. Suppose the staff had finally conceded that I knew what I was doing. Once again, Walt Disney reinvented family entertainment, creating many of the classics we still enjoy today. But even then, he wasn't finished. He had a bigger dream in mind. Well, it came about when my daughters were very young, and I, Saturday was always uh, Daddy's Day with the two daughters. So we'd start out and try to go someplace with, you know, different things, and I'd take them to the merry-ground, and I took them different places, and. As I'd sit there while they, uh, they rode the merry-ground, did all these things, I felt that there should be something built, some kind of a, an amusement enterprise built where that the parents and the children could uh, have fun together. So that's how Disneyland started. Takes a lot of money to uh, make these dreams come true. Uh, we had everything mortgaged, including my family. Started with many ideas, threw them away, started all over again. Eventually it evolved into what you see today as Disneyland. But it all started from a daddy with two daughters wondering where he could take them, where he could have a little fun with them too. Heart means a lot to me in that something will never be finished, something that I can keep developing and adding to. Not only can I add things, but even the trees will keep growing. The thing will get more beautiful every year. And I knew that if I did anything like the park, I had to have some kind of a medium like television to let the people know about it. Oh, the world is a carousel of color, history, comedy, fantasy. There's drama and birth, there's old Mother Earth. With all of her secrets to see The miracle of imagination The marvels of earth, sea, and sky These wonders unfold Are ours to behold in the funny world The sunny world share with you some of our ideas for Disney World. Here in Florida, we have something special we never enjoyed at Disneyland, a blessing of sign. There's enough land here to hold all of the ideas and plans we could possibly imagine. Everything in this room may change time and time again as we move ahead. But the basic philosophy of what we're planning for Disney World is going to remain very much as it is right now. We know what our goals are. We know what we hope to accomplish. And believe me, it's the most exciting and challenging assignment we've ever tackled at Walt Disney Productions. Well, after 40 some odd years in the business, 
my greatest reward, I think, is to have the, the public uh, appreciate and accept what I've done all these years. That is a great reward. And I think by this time, uh, my staff, my group of executives are convinced that Walt is right, that, that quality will out. And I think that will hang on after he's not, after Disney. Walt Disney once said, I hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. But we know it was really all started by a man, a man with a dream, and a mouse. Like a moon out of the blue, eight steps in and sees you. Thank you so much, Brendan, for suggesting I go see this attraction. It is well worth it. If for nothing else than to escape from the heat and the crowds of the Disney's Hollywood Studios on Star Wars weekends, I also appreciated the two stories that were shared with me about this great attraction. As always, if you'd like to make a request or leave some feedback, stop by the WDW Memories website at www-memories.net. There you can find out how to contact me, leave feedback on the show, connect with me on Google+, Facebook, and Twitter, view my photos on Flickr, and videos on YouTube. And don't forget, you can always reach me on the voicemail line at 336-WDW-MEM0 and leave your request or feedback that way. If you like this show and want to help others find it, a review in iTunes helps move us up the search results list. Or maybe mention us in a tweet on Facebook, on Google+, on Pinterest, or whatever your social media of choice is to help get the word out about the show. Finally, if you'd like to help support this podcast in some small way, you can click the donate button where you'll be redirected to PayPal. Here you can make a one-time donation or a recurring donation of any amount you like. And don't forget to check out the affiliate links on our website for other great information that also helps support this show. Some of those funds have already gone to the purchase of this new recorder, which has improved the quality of my in-park recordings. So thanks again for listening, and join me again in two weeks as we relive another Walt Disney World memory. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our show. Ray Tell, what did you think of it? Ray!